everything technology from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 353 of Your Tech Life. Thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology and Alcatel uh, range of mobile phones from 29 bucks if you're replacing your old 2G phone. Just pop into a Caltex and buy an Alcatel for 29 bucks, or you can go all the way up to four or $500 for one of their top-of-the-range Idle 4 smartphones, which you'll soon find on their website at Alcatel uh, to buy directly. Now, lots to talk about this program. Um, goodness me, I just again, I'm going to run through all the news um, that is, is that it, I didn't even go through the full list going back to the last episode. Plus, I'm well aware that um, you know, we cover a lot on Two Blokes Talking Tech, and I think there's only one bit of crossover here. So lots to talk about uh, in the world of technology here on Your Tech Life. Uh, as I do each and every week, um, I must say the, um, the amount of technology news that's around is always a little bit overwhelming, but I think it's going to be underwhelming because I now do, as you hopefully would know, um, uh, one hour every night on um, TUE Talking Lifestyle here in Sydney. So if you're listening in Sydney, 954am is the um, is the radio station to listen to to hear me each and every weeknight at 8pm. And uh, you can download that podcast of that show or just the interviews from that show. Um, just search for uh, Talking Technology on um on Pocket Casts or Apple iTunes, um, you should be able to find it. And, um, and yeah, I'll just look back at what we've done in the week and go, gee whiz, there is a lot of tech news around. And sometimes we don't cover it all um, in great detail in a lot of places. And sometimes this is your only place for tech news. So most of these stories are also at eftm.com.au. Uh, so let's get cracking. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. Just in time for your family holidays or your own personal little getaway over Christmas and New Year, Netflix is finally going download. So <clears throat> this was announced yesterday um, as I record. So it's Friday now and uh, this was announced on Thursday morning. Um, it's a very simple addition to the Netflix service, the Netflix app, and it allows for you to download the show you want to watch and watch it when you're not connected to the internet. So you're on your smartphone, your tablets, and you want to watch House of Cards Season 2. You can download the whole season, and it sits on your phone. You put your phone in airplane mode, you can watch it. So if you're on a plane, or you are um, you are on a, on a train or a bus, and you don't want to use mobile Wi-Fi, the, um, the thing just works. Now, to be clear, it's not every single Netflix title. But it's all the big ones that Netflix make and probably a fair few more. So Orange is the New Black, House of Cards. I'm sure the Gilmore Girls is there. <gasps> what a shock. Oh, my God. Have you seen that? Um, 
the last two minutes. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> you never picked me, did you? <clears throat> but um, yeah, all the Netflix shows are there. So a lot of lot of stand up comedy. They've they've been really investing HBO style in uh, in stand up comedy. Um, what do they call them? They call them. Uh, the, the comedians, um, you know, call them their their sets, their hour, but they're it's they're special shows. These guys, you know, work their whole year to put together, and there's a lot of comedians on there, a lot of comedians. So there's a lot of content, um, and yeah, as I said, it's not everything, but it's certainly a, a huge part of their library, and it's probably their better content generally. <clears throat> and so it means that, for example, on my flight to LA on on New Year's Eve, I um I'm going to be able to download. I don't know, many shows as I want, as many shows as I can fit on my iPhone. Now, to be clear, you can't just then take them off your iPhone and watch them on a computer. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It's, uh, it's not as easy as, as that. You have, to, um, you have to be using the Netflix app on an iPad or an iPhone or an Android device to watch the content. It doesn't work. You can't export them. And I'm sure some nerdy hacker will find some form of way, but I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure that that will be for everyone. But uh, yeah, fully fully rights and digital protection there. But I just think it's great, and I'd love to hear your views. Um, you can go to the website eftm.com.au. Let me know what you think. Uh, are you excited, or do you just not give a rat's? Because that's okay. Some people just don't. Do you remember me talking about the Freeview FV app um, a few weeks ago that was launched here in Australia? And it allows you to watch all the free-to-air channels in real time on your phone. So I've got my iPhone in front of me here um, and choosing my location. And right now I can watch the ABC, SBS, Channel 7, Channel 9, Channel 10, 1. Uh, 1 HD is, is almost never got... Um, or one, it's just called one now, isn't it? Has almost never got content available to watch because they don't have the rights. Uh, the ABC, what the hell is ABC me? Never heard of it. Anyway, uh, News 24, Viceland, uh, SPS Food, NITV, 727, mate, 7 com, Gem, Go, and Life. They're all available to stream. So there's only one channel that doesn't stream, and that's one, but it does stream some content, just not all of them. Um so, yeah, keep your eye on that. It's very, very great little app. I think I talked about it a few weeks on this show as well as on the radio. And it works really well. Well, now, radio have the same thing. 250 Aussie radio stations now available in one app, and it's called Radio App. It's actually very simple, very easy. Um, so your radio app is on your phone, and uh, you just click and say, here's my favorite stations. Now, for some reason, oh, no, it hasn't forgotten it's got all my favorites here. I can say done. And now as I as I launch the app, I can see the favorite stations that I have. TV Talking Lifestyle, 2GB, Triple M, 2GO, KOFM, CFM Can, 6PR, Perth, K-Rock, uh, 2CC, 3AW, 7AD, 4BC, all the stations I do stuff for, um, as well as a bit of WS and Smooth. So these are all now sitting here on my phone. And this won't work beautifully well. Um, but, yeah, they're just sitting there uh, right on my phone, available for me to listen to. And here's what's cool. Basically, um, the streams are coming through um, uh, in, in direct. You don't open – it doesn't launch into the radio stations app. It just launches directly on the stream. So let's test this here a little bit. If I just um, – oops, sorry about the, uh, the noise. Um, that must be plugged in properly. Oh, there it is. Turn the volume attack up. Of booty booties. Rightio. So, so that's uh, TUE Talking Lee Lifestyle. Howard's I can pause that. I can flick to the right and go Triple M. Here comes no one out of your mind. 
Yeah, November rain. It's easy as that. I can flick across 2GO and Gosford. See how quickly it loads? Loads so quickly. KOFM in Newcastle. Ambient blinds and outdoor. CFM cans. Hang on. Oh, it's Bob Zobie, isn't it? I was going to say, we haven't got the same song on two stations. Six PM. Acton died at the Connor Wells Rest. So look at that. Just fl- I'm just flicking. It's like Tinder. You swipe left, swipe right, but you don't cancel your station. It's just your list of stations. Um, and yeah, it works really, really well. Uh, I can go here, Smooth FM. Look how quickly that launches. And the thing about some of the music stations is you can also see what was just played, uh, which is really, really useful on... Um, on the music stations, not not so useful on the talk. So a very, very good app. The design is beautiful, and I, I declare I know the people that made the app, the All In Media crew, um, and they do a bloody good job. And it's um, <clears throat> they actually, I think we're in some way involved in the, the radio player in the UK as well. Um, my only criticism of this app is it should have been around four years ago. And I say that with great uh, knowledge. I was involved in the industry and suggested and proposed that we do this. And the industry didn't do it. Well, now, four years later, they're doing it. Good on you. A little bit late to the party there, folks. Um, But it's good. It's a very good app. Really, really cool. So you can listen to stations all across Australia. Easy to find. You can search by uh, location, by everything. Um, Yeah, really good. Highly recommend you install that one. To be honest, I think the radio experience 20 times better than TuneIn Radio because TuneIn Radio have gone down this path of incorporating a whole range of other things. Now, uh, the other thing is that it doesn't have Android Auto or Apple CarPlay compatibility yet. I understand that will come. Uh, And there was another criticism people had. I forget what it is, but um, I'm not too fussed about it. Yeah. Oh, and the other feature that's coming is podcasts. So you'll be able to be on a station and see what podcast content is available from that station as well. So that's pretty smart. So look, all in all, top stuff. Highly recommend it. It's called Radio App, available now on Android and iOS. Download it now, folks. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, and you can't go past the Garmin Vivo Fit Junior. If you've got a Christmas gift in mind for a child, this should be it. Around 130 bucks will get you the Garmin Vivo Fit Junior. And this is not just a fitness tracker. This is everything you need for your kids. It's a one-year battery life, no recharging needed, kid-friendly design, so it's comfortable, durable, and swim-friendly. It tracks their steps, sleep, and 60 minutes of daily recommended activity. So the free parental-controlled app, so you, the parent, have the app, includes fun, educational, mobile adventures for uh, kids and chore behavior management for parents. So you can say, Listen, Jackson, you've got to brush your teeth for two minutes a day and it, it vibrates, reminds him, and then the, the timer starts. You can say you've got to put the bins out on this day of the week. You've got to do that. It's a very, very cool thing. So uh, the kids can earn coins that are redeemed um, for agreed-upon rewards. So basically it's like earning your pocket money by completing the chores in the Vivo Fit Junior. Check it out now. Uh, the Garmin Vivo Fit Junior. Just check it out at garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for your support. Your Tech Life, uh, episode 353. Let's go to the calls. G'day, Fred. Oh, g'day, Trevor. How are you going? Really good, mate. You're on. You're in the car on your way to work, are you, buddy? That's it, yeah. Well, let's pass the yeah. time by helping you out, mate. What's your problem? Well, uh, we, we moved up to a property in uh, Gidjigan up about four years ago and Telstra told us that we would be able to get broadband and 
after toing and froing for a couple of years, turns out that they don't want to upgrade the exchange because the NDN is coming. Uh. And so we, at the moment, yeah, at the moment we're stuck on using uh, just mobile data and a and a um, little uh, what do you call it dongle, just a, a little dongle. Yeah, that's right. But it's it's uh, you know we're spending horrendous amount of money, about six hundred dollars a month, try you know for a whole twenty gigabytes of data, and um, we can't continue to do that. So I'm looking at the other options. Um, a couple of neighbours have got satellites, um, yep. but the reviews I've read are, are pretty pretty dismal. So have they got I'm, NBN I'm NBN satellite or other? No, other. I think yes. Okay. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't no, be a re- massive fan of, of other satellite services other than the NBN because um, you know old school technology. To be honest. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm I don't know it very very well. <laughs> Um, no, no, but are you are you within the, the on the on the highway there, or are you quite rural in the area? No, we're not too bad. We're only about the, the problem is that some of our neighbours, a couple of hundred metres away, they actually get the uh, the broadband. Yeah. Um, but well, what's happened is some, some I, of I, the bigger farms have been subdivided, and and so they've only got one phone line basically. Yeah, I, I think I think we can rule out. Fixed line broadband, okay? That's just not going to happen until the NBN comes. No. And to be honest, we need to w- find out what um, uh, what the NBN plan for your area as well, um, which I'll do now while we're chatting as best I can. But I'll tell you what, I'm about to test, and it may be perfect for you. And do you know what the coverage is like with other carriers in your area? Well, look, a, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at the coverage map for Optus, and it shows right. as good a coverage. And that's why I asked if you're on the highway or not, because around Gidjigana, right. and this is in Western Australia for people who don't know, it shows pretty solid coverage um, in the in okay. the broad area. But that's not to say it's going to be um, you know perfect. But the reason I ask yep. is um, is that Optus have a thing called home wireless broadband, and it's at least worth ringing them and asking them to do a check on your area because with this, and I'm going to test this at my place, with this you get 200 gigabytes of data for $80 a month. Wow, awesome. Yeah, on wireless. Now, it does require that you have the right coverage in your area in terms of Optus Mobile Wireless. Um, yep. And that's that's a very easy conversation to have with them. And so the, the conversation you have is, is my home suitable to Optus Home Wireless Broadband? Okay. Now, secondly to that, the information I have at this point is that your area under NBN will get the, um, will get the NBN via fixed wireless, which means yep. they're going to put a tower up somewhere and that tower will, will point at your home and you'll get a, a fixed... It's not quite like wireless um, uh, mobile broadband. It's a slightly different technology. And the good news, that was originally yep. slated. I don't know if it still is, but that was originally slated for the first quarter of next year. Yeah, it's, uh, the plans are in uh, yeah in a pipeline apparently. So they've had a meeting, and it's apparently it's going to go ahead next year. So, so, so what's the deal with one then? Is that are you can you can you use the Optus stuff through that? Or no, how does so it work? so the Optus stuff would just be an interim thing for you, right? And because the NBN is right. going to give you what you need, right? The bottom line is the NBN will give you what you need. That's the whole point of it. So you've got two options really. One is to suck it and see for the next you know six months because you know it is coming right. sooner rather than later. And the other yeah. is is um, to, to, to do something in the interim. So the interim, 
is to ring Optus and see if their home wireless broadband will work for you. And if, if you know, maybe you should sign up for six or 12 months and just use that in the meantime. And the second is to just wait it out. And when Optus, sorry, when NBN is available in your area via fixed wireless, you'll be able to get solid data at a, at a reasonable rate and uh, that'll solve all your problems. Oh, fantastic. All, all right. right. That sounds not like the way to go then. Gidjaganup. What, what drew you to Gidjaganup, mate? Uh, we've got acreage. We've got 50 acres and, nice. and a few horses running around. So, Very nice. It's, uh, that's why we're out there. Well, And you drive into Perth every day, do you? I drive into Joondalup. So okay. it's, it's about an hour's drive. Well, it's not. That's, look, you know what? It sounds terrible, but in the end, people drive in Sydney for an hour and they're not even going as far as you are and they're not living in a, in a nice life like you are. So very yeah, good, mate. Yeah, no, you take the good with the bad, but it's uh, we, we love it out there, and um, it's just a shame. You know, we've got friends who wanted to, to live out there as well with a home business, but because of the lack of yeah. um, broadband, they, could, they couldn't actually move there. So, Well, maybe next year, mate, that'll all change for you. We'll see how we get on. Thanks very much for your help. Good really on you, Fred. It, enjoy the drive. Uh, Thanks, enjoy the, the music or whatever you listen to on the way. I hope you're listening to podcasts, mate. <laughs> yeah, I often do. Thanks Good again. on you, Fred. Thanks for getting in touch. That's uh, Fred from... Uh, just outside Perth in WA, uh, looking for NBN, and it's uh, it's one of those challenging things because it's not um, it's not quite there yet. We're in this really deep black zone now of it's coming really soon, but it's not quite here, and everyone's um, really wanting it more than ever. You're listening to Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening, Your Tech Life. If you've got a question, a problem, and you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, just go to the website, eftm.com.au, which Jan did. G'day, Jan. Hi Trevor, I'm just inquiring about those like uh, cards to protect your uh, skimming on your credit cards and yeah. such. So why are you and, worried uh, about skimming? Let me ask you that first of all. Uh, I'm just um, hearing all the ads on the radio. Mm. Maybe not. Don't have to worry. Do you think? Well, look, I am in two minds about it. I'll be honest, Jen. Um, so firstly, let me tell you, there are some good products out there. The one I've used is called Armor Card. Um, um, how, how is that spelled? A R M O U R, A R M O U R card. One word. Armor card. Now, yes. armor card is is the size of a credit card, but it's about the yep. thickness of maybe two two and a half credit cards. And so you would put okay. it in your wallet, and yep. and and it is active. And then if you want to use your credit card, you just put your finger on on the armor card, and it disables itself. Or you pull your pull your credit card out, and you use it as you normally would. Um, so th- it absolutely works. It absolutely does what you need. But I would only say to you, I've never met anyone that's been skimmed on a tap and go card. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, so seeing you saying that someone within twenty meters of you can have you, you can have your card skimmed, is that not a fact? It is. It is technically very possible. Um, but what they get from doing that wireless kind of skimming is not all the information that the card has and, and allows much to, to be done with the card at all. Um, okay. But if you are worried about that kind of thing, this is a great thing to put in your wallet because it's a, you can keep okay. a normal wallet. You don't have to have a you know a lead wallet. You can just have a normal wallet with one of these in it. And look, in Australia, I honestly don't think it's a big problem. But if I okay. was traveling to Barcelona... <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. you know, where pickpockets used to be the thing, I would suggest they're very smart and they've probably found their way through um, this kind of technology as well. So if you're planning on travelling, then maybe a very nice, wise thing to have in your in your purse. Oh, great. 
Thank you for that answer. No worries and at all. It's Armacard that you're talking. Armacard yeah. is the one that I've used. There are plenty out there. I think Armacard will set you back about fifty or sixty dollars. Right. And what did you say? You put it in the wallet? Yeah, so and... you put it in your wallet and it's it's active all the time. And then if you were to, yeah. to wanted to use the the wallet without taking your card out, you can actually just put your finger on the armor card and it disables it. It's got this special little sensor on it that disables the uh okay. the armor card. But right. you, you you would just pull your pull your um your card out as you normally do and just use the the wallet, the tap and go um as you normally do. <clears throat> Thank you. All right, Jan, thank you for getting in touch. Thank you, Trevor. Good on you. And if you've got a question like Jan, uh, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. That's like my serious, I need to get serious with you, um, Sting. Uh, Big news this week, good news uh, for those of us who uh, don't agree with what the banks want to do. uh, the ACCC, and I mentioned this with Stephen Fennick, but the ACCC ruled against the banks in their draft decision um, on the bank's application to act in a collective uh, bargaining and collective boycott of Apple. Uh, so you'll know the history of this if you've been with me a little while. Um, the banks had applied to the ACCC as they need to if they want to collude and work together as a cartel. Collude, cartel, these kind of words shouldn't be associated with business, but they are. Uh, so the Adelaide Bank, Bendigo Bank, Commonwealth, National Australia and Westpac have all got together and said, you know what, we, we wouldn't mind sitting on one side of the table with Apple on the other and uh, shaking our fists. Uh, they had to go to the ACCC for that permission. The ACCC initially denied the, the interim request and they've now in their draft decision denied the request. And they say the ACCC is not satisfied on balance that the pr- proposed conduct is likely to result in public benefits that would outweigh the public detriments constituted by any lessening of the competition or that the proposed conduct is likely to result in such a benefit that the public, um, to the public that it should be allowed to take place. And that's what the ACCC is there for. Now, uh, I welcome this because, as I've said many, many times, I uh, strongly support um, uh, the Apple's ability to, to independently negotiate with banks and I strongly support Apple Pay and I want Apple Pay for every customer. And I don't think the banks, who are among the most profitable in the world, um, should be allowed to nitpick over a few cents here and there in negotiations to um, to, to get uh, Apple Pay for their customers. The ANZ just went, eh, we'll just do what Apple want. And we, who knows what they negotiated? They may have negotiated a great deal, as did Cuscal with all their banks, the credit unions and different banks. So, you know what? The Commonwealth Bank could walk into Apple and say, we've got 50 million customers or whatever they've got, um, let's let's talk. And they'll say, well, our standard terms are these. And they'll say, listen, just come back a little on the standard terms and we're ready to launch. I mean, it's negotiation for Christ's sake. Anyway, good news. The ACCC don't agree with the banks. Now, bad news, there's another month or two of this to go on because the banks now can come back to, um, to the ACCC with feedback and thoughts. And the ACCC will then um, make a final decision uh, after, seek, after its submissions are received on the draft determination. <clears throat> Excuse me. The um, the interesting thing for me, it wasn't just me. Um, the um, the submit the the draft decision by the ACCC even mentions that some consumers, uh, namely Richard Thorick, Wayne Paulbrook, and Dr. Grisha Mayer, as well as me, Trevor Long, have demonstrated a willingness and ability to switch to another bank that offers Apple Pay. Uh, so yeah, let's just do that, folks. So here's the thing. I think. I personally believe that the number, and there were many, there was about a dozen 
independent, random individual people not associated with payments or banks made submissions saying, get on with it, people, we want Apple Pay. Um, And those were cited in the draft decision, and uh, I think they made a difference. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm struggling with the old throat. Um, so here's here's my 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 plea to you. If you're with the Commonwealth, Westpac, NAB, um, Bendigo or Adelaide Banks, and you have an iPhone or an Apple Watch and you want Apple Pay, what I think you should do is now write to the ACCC. Go to the ACCC website and um, look for the Bendigo Bank decision. I think it's just submissions at ACCC, but... Find the email address. And if you need it, email me. I will get it for you. And make a submission. Tell them what you think. You can read other people's submissions on the website as well. Tell them what you think. Tell them why you want Apple Pay. And tell them why you believe it may or may not be better than the bank's own apps. Because remember, this is what the banks want. The banks want a Commonwealth Bank app, a national app, a Westpac app, where they can then have access to the NFC chip and have tap and go. What Apple has made available to the banks is a single wallet, where all of your cards can be. That's what an everyday person has in their back pocket now. Why should our phones be any different? My submission said requiring an individual to have a bank app for every card is like requiring an individual to carry a different wallet in their back pocket for all their different cards. It's stupid. So well done to the ACCC. Well done to the, uh, to the other people who made submissions, and we shall follow it with great interest ladies and gentlemen, to see what comes of this uh, final decision early in the new year. Now, I I just wanted to give you a quick one here. Um, I mentioned this on the radio the other night because, do you know what? We often kind of forget the basics. And it is one of the most common questions I get is, my battery's going flat, why is it so bad? Let me give you some really simple tips that you can share with your friends and sound informed about battery life. Battery life on your smartphone. Firstly, the screen. The screen brightness affects directly the amount of battery being used while ever the screen is on. The brighter the screen, the more battery is being used. So turn down the screen brightness. On an iPhone, you drag your finger up from the bottom and you get control center and you just there's a brightness adjustment there. On an Android phone, you swipe down from the top once or twice, you'll get the brightness indicator. Secondly, if you are sitting here like I am now and you don't need Bluetooth, turn off Bluetooth. If you do need Bluetooth, leave it on. If you need Wi-Fi, leave Wi-Fi on. If you don't need Wi-Fi, like when you're about to get in the car or uh, when you're walking around the streets or you're on a train, turn the Wi-Fi off. That will save battery life. These three things alone will dramatically improve your battery life. Now, then the next thing to do is to actually dig into the settings and say, what is using my battery up? Now, on an iPhone, again, you go into settings, drag it down and go to the search and just search for battery and you'll see the battery section has a battery usage indicator. And it tells me that um, that Gmail has been using 18% of my battery in the last 24 hours. 18 minutes of that is in the background. Twitter, 12%. Three minutes in the background. So I'm not too worried about that background usage. Facebook Messenger uses a fair bit of background. So you can actually look at what's using your battery. <clears throat> These are the things you can do to make life a little bit better for you on your battery. And honestly... If you do them regularly, you will get better life out of your daily battery charge. Simple things, people. Uh, very simple tricks, and you can show your friends too. Now, this was a great gadget. Great, 
great gadget. My son played with this on the weekend. I had it because I had the kids on the Today Show on Tuesday morning. If you didn't see it, I put it on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long. Um, they had a great time. We had a lot of t- kids' toys, uh, kids' tech toys. Now, the thing is, um, one of the toys was a robot. And who doesn't love a robot? Um, this robot was called Jimu. Now, Jimu is um, a product of Ubitech, U-B-T-E-C-H, Ubitech, uh, and it's excellent. I've done a video. It's on the website, eftm.com.au, as well as a bunch of photos. My son made a penguin. Now, it's kind of as complicated as Lego Technics, little tiny pieces, little connectors and things, but it also has batteries, servos, and motors, and those things all wire together. But the great thing is you don't have to make your own creation. You can follow instructions within an iPad app. There's no paper instructions. It's all in an iPad app. And the iPad app steps you through the process step by step. And you can 3D model. You can look around where the piece is meant to go. Honestly, Lego needs to look at this instruction book and go, that's how we should do all of our instructions. So imagine downloading a Lego app. They probably already use one. And you just type in the, the set name that you bought and it has these 3D instructions. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. So you step through it. And once it's finished, you test it. And then you can control the robot with the iPad. You can make it dance. You can make it nod. You can make it wave. But really, and that's fun. That is a great toy. And for some ages, that's all you need to do. But when you're getting into it and you're a little bit older, my five-year-old can, my 10-year-old can now learn to program. He can do coding. So you can learn how, how servos move, how the motors move. You can learn what actions to take. You can use block coding and then all the way down to swift language coding. So you're actually, this thing is not just fun. It's not just engaging to, to build, but it's educational from every angle. There's a really, really smart set of things going on here, and uh, I highly recommend this. So, And the cool thing is it's available at $2.99 at JB Hi-Fi. Now, that'll get you, excuse me, the basic robot and the all the bits you need to make these animals. They've got like a dinosaur and a penguin. If you want it, want it to spend less, right, you can you can get the at one ninety nine at Apple, you can get, the starter kit, which is just the little robot, and then you can add to that later the pieces you need to build the penguin and stuff. So, Apple were a bit smarter. They went one ninety nine um, on uh, one ninety nine on for the basic pack, and then uh, two uh, an extra one oh nine. So, uh, look very very cool. I reckon um, I reckon well worth a look for the kids. Um, one ninety nine for a robot that you control, rebuild, do your own things with. Awesome, awesome stuff. Check that one out. All the details at eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Alcatel Mobile. Alcatel-mobile.com slash au. You've got to check out the Alcatel Idle 4. The Idle 4 is their top smartphone. You'll be able to buy it online hopefully this month at Alcatel's website. Um, this is a Android M 5.2 or 5.5 inch screen. Um, great battery life, great camera, reversible screen. There's a whole bunch of great things you can do with this. Plus, it has on the side a boom button, the boost button, and that works in uh, audio. You press the button, it kind of adds bass or, or sound. In some games, it will add like turbo boost. It's a very smart way of just having a single button to go all the way through. With the Idle 4S, you get a VR headset. In the box, because the box is a VR headset. Great, great little product. This The Alcatel Idle 4 um, is a top-end uh, phone at mid-range prices, and you can check it out now at alcatel.com, uh, alcatel-mobile.com slash au. 
Now, if you're living in uh, remote or rural areas of Australia, I have some good news for you. Um, the, uh, the Australian government have funded a whole stack of new mobile towers. Now, uh, earlier in the year, they stacked about, f- they, they um, funded, I should say, 499 new base stations in a whole range of areas. And they've just added another couple of hundred to that. So there's now, I think, uh, 765 excuse me, uh, base stations um, that have been slated for construction by Telstra, Optus and Vodafone. Now, Telstra gets the lion's share, 577 base stations, Optus 114. They didn't go into the first round. They only went into the second. And Vodafone, 74. Um, Some, you know, nearly $500, $600 million has been spent on this. And it, it means that places where uh, mobile coverage is poor or non-existent may well now be getting coverage. And my mum's place is in this. Walker Road is slated on the um, on the list as getting a mobile tower from Telstra, uh, which is great, and uh, it means that um, that mobile coverage will now be available in that area. Walker, the township, gets it from Vodafone. So there's a whole range of places now in New South in WA. There's 208 sites in New South Wales, 183 in Queensland, 144 uh, Victoria, 142 down to Northern Territory with just 20. But it's a good deal. Uh, it's a good thing. I don't know whether I don't know that the the whole theory is correct, but hopefully it means that the um because the government's part funding it that if Telstra puts up a tower, Vodafone can also piggyback onto that. I don't know, but we'll find out in time once we all start whinging about it. <laughs> um, but a very 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 nice little uh, initiative from the government called the Mobile Black Spot Program. Um, and if you want more information, look at the um, ACMA, the ACMA. Website Australian Communications and Media Authority. They're the ones behind the uh, the funding of it all. Uh, you're listening to Your Tech Life, episode 353. Get in touch anytime. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Now, here's another cool one for you uh, to muck around with. Uh, Gumtree. You mentioned, remember, I think last week I might have told you about their, um, their survey they did that worked out we spent $10 billion on gifts we could save. $3 billion if we just bought them secondhand. Well, now they've got a promo that leverages that. Now, this promotion, if you go to gum, blog.gumtree.com forward slash Christmas, or just go to Gumtree, you'll, you'll find it. Um, there is the ability for you to win one of 12 great Christmas gifts. Now, today's gift, for example, is a Star Wars X-Plane, is that what they're called? X, X-Wing fighter um, in Lego. And here's how it works. I'll explain it to you on this particular product. The idea is this is Star Wars Lego, right? So if we now we've got to find this product. Star Wars X-Wing Lego. So we now do a search on Gumtree. And if I can find that product on Gumtree and I send that person a message, I win. I win that thing. Now I don't know how this works because I look at it and I go, well, hang on, there it is there. I look at all the listings and think, well, that's it. Um, there it is again. I don't, I don't know which one I'm, who I meant to message, but there's lots of them. It's a $400 item. There's, there's heaps of them. I don't know what happens if I message them all. Um, contact the seller. Let's let's do this. Let's see if we can win. Send message. Giftmas. I'm just going to put my name. See what happens if it's not really the right um, person. I wonder what happens. Your message has been sent to Jeanette. Poor Jeanette. What if Jeanette isn't selling that item? 
don't, I don't know what happens then. Is that annoying for her? So I'm not quite sure about this whole promotion idea, but the, the concept is pretty cool in terms of what you can win. So what Gumtree did was they, they bought a bunch of things, a Tiffany & Co. engagement ring, a Mimco handbag, a Thermomix, an outdoor table, a tribute guitar, a Star Wars Lego, a bike that was yesterday, a surfboard, a, an iPhone, Sony TV, a limited edition PS4, and an Audi A1 car, plus a Harley-Davidson motorcycle for a second chance draw. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it, it can't be as easy as what it was just me because there's so many of these Lego sets that I'm not. I'm just not sure that I'm actually looking at the right one. Um, so I'll just have to keep browsing, I guess, and keep trying to uh, to find the official kit that that might be the one that uh, Gumtree bought, and therefore they're now giving away. I don't know what I look for, but anyway, I I wouldn't mind winning one, just one. Just winning one prize? Anyway, you can win. Just go to gumtree.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, Samsung have made an announcement regarding the Note 7. I really feel for them. Jesus, this just limbers on, doesn't it? Uh, Samsung Electronics Australia is working with the local telecommunications operators to discontinue network services for the Galaxy Note 7 devices that are still being used in Australia. The network discontinuation will commence from December 15 and is part of Samsung's ongoing safety measures to recover all affected Galaxy Note 7 devices. So if you're still using a Note 7, you're an idiot. If you know someone who's using one, they're an idiot. And if you know someone who's got one in a a cupboard or a drawer, they're stupid because the thing could burst into flames. I mean, hello. So this says to me they they certainly haven't recovered them all, and, and I get that. That's... They don't always recover everything in a recall, but honestly, people, what 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 are you doing? So, if you know anyone that's still holding on to the, onto one of these things, it's now officially useless. It can now no longer be used on mobile networks. So, take note. All right, stop using your Galaxy Note Seven. Couple of quick ones before I let you go. Because I know you're sitting around just waiting. Um, Facebook have launched a new um, a new initiative. It's called gaming. <laughs> um, remember Farm? What was it called? Farmville. That's still around. Anyway, if you go into Facebook Messenger now and you're about to type a message, you know you've got the emojis, you've got the camera, you've got the gallery, you've got smiley faces, you've got location. You've now got a little games icon. Looks like a game controller. You press that. And it allows you to challenge someone to a game. Now, I'm going to challenge Jeff Quattromani to Pac-Man because he sucks at all of these games. And the game occurs on your mobile phone within Facebook Messenger. On the on the web, it occurs just as a pop-up message. It's very, very cool. It's, it's really easy to do. You kind of swipe to play, um, and it, it works nice and easy. It's Pac-Man is what I'm playing right now. Uh, and it's, you know, it's fun. Heaps and heaps and heaps of fun. And uh, the, the Pac-Man... Uh, still, you know, flying around trying to trying to get you while I go and get all the little cookies or whatever they whatever they are breadcrumbs, if you call them that. And I'm just here chomping away and trying not to get killed. And I'm about to get killed. No, I'm, I'm, I've killed a few pack men. Uh oh 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 no, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm about to get killed big time. There's three of them chasing me now. I'm dead. But I scored twenty two fifty, and I'm pretty sure when Jeff Quattromani plays, he'll get like a hundred. Because that's as, as good as it gets for Jeff. 
I'll close it down now. And it shows you um, who won the game and what the leaderboard is. It's fun. Look, it's a very simple thing. They're all retro games. Gallagher's there. Um, Pac-Man. Bunch of great games. Um, Space Invaders. And um, very, very easy to play. And very, very good at killing time. <laughs> Wasting time as well. Um, I'm sure down the track they'll have some in-app purchases or something to make money out of it as well. Because, hey, what would Facebook be without making money? Uh <laughs> So uh, if we're friends on Facebook, challenge me to a game. But we're not, so don't. Uh, You're listening to Your Tech Life. All right, one last thing from the House of Mali. Now, I have to admit, I didn't know how big the House of Mali was here in Australia. They have big stands at the big big shows like CES. Um, But I didn't quite know how big they were. I was in the JB Hi-Fi the other day, and there was two, two rows Two aisles full of House of Marley gear. Now, imagine Bob Marley talking about rhythm. No, no, he would say rhythm. So I've just reviewed the House of Marley Big Bag of Rhythm. Big Bag of Rhythm. Uh, big Rat Bag of Rhythm 2. It's $299. It's enormous. It's a big unit. Uh, and it's like a ghetto blaster in size. Uh, it's as tall as an iPhone 7 or a um, Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge, as I just look at the photo that I took on EFTM. I've got that beautiful bamboo front. It's got that hemp-like material back. It's also got a bag, and the bag holds the thing snugly so that the subwoofers still work, and it can still be a speaker while it's in the bag, so you can carry it around, um, you know, with all your rhythm, uh, and it's very, very cool. Honestly, for 300 bucks, it's bigger than any uh, contender. Like a, a UE Mega Boom is, is 50 bucks more expensive and half the size. This thing is enormous. 300 bucks, great sound. I really, really like it. I gave it four and a half stars, probably only half a star because geez, the bag wasn't easy to get on and off. But House of Marley, Big Bag of Rhythm 2, now available, and I found it at JB Hi-Fi. You can check it out there. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I've got to get to a sick child. He's started throwing up in the next room, so i better go and help clean up. Uh, poor little fella. Um, I'll be here again soon, and uh, you can always get in touch with me at eftm.com.au. Please listen to the radio show every weeknight, um, Monday to Friday, 8 p.m. till 9 p.m. If you're so inclined and you want an overwhelming amount of me, um, there is a podcast of that as well. It's called Talking Technology, and, of course, Two Blokes Talking Tech each and every week with Stephen Fennick. Thanks for your company. Let's do it again next time here on Your Tech Life. Talking Technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech Tech Life. Life with Trevor Long.